All right, so Psalm 2. We read uh, Psalm 1 last week. Psalm 2. I've heard the, uh, the arguments. Is it Psalms 2? But if you look right in the title, that's Psalm 2. It's, it's a second poem or song uh, that's put together in this uh, set of 150 of them. So uh, as we get into this, uh, when you're looking at Psalm 2, it's important to understand uh, that the, the, really the emphasis is really in the final verse. When you look at verse 12, it says, Kiss the sun lest you be angry and you perish in the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are those who put their trust in him. So uh, it really, as we're looking through here, here it's another contrast. We went through um, uh, some contrast in Psalm 1, and now what we look at here is, uh, you know, we can either uh, defy God and, and, and perish, uh, or, uh, you know, we can surrender to him uh, and be blessed. I, uh, I, uh, in my study, it, that, was, that was David Gusick's summary of, of this. He says, we can defy God and perish. And we can, sur or we can surrender um, to him and be blessed. Isn't that, that awesome? You know, if we can defy him, and like you, you were just saying, you're just saying, you know, he who seeks to save his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. You know, that's that. You know what what we see here that opposition to God and His will, and uh, we can either go the hard road or we can go the road of blessing and uh, the blessing from Him. You know, it won't always be one that we we see oh hey things are perfect and i've got the perfect parking spot when i go to the mall and i've got the you know i've got all those things you know the blessedness um that that we can share um and uh, i i i know i know that we have people here amongst us that have made stands uh in life and have uh had to sacrifice things and uh gone through i i know i know we have uh, some of us sitting right in here who have been through things and, and said, you know, you know what, this is what the Lord has called me to, and this is you know, the conviction he's put on my heart, and I'm going to stick to uh, what the Lord has. And uh, the kings, or what you read, the, 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 those in, op, uh, those in uh, authority over us, um, yes, we are called to, uh, to be in submission to them to a point. You know, and then when it comes to, do I obey God or do I obey man? For the Christian, the answer is easy, right? Uh, and, and we have that. So uh, as we read here, we're going to look at a, a, a it's really when you when you think of has anybody have you, have you seen Night at the Museum? Yeah, have you seen if you've seen Night at the Museum, there's a point when um, they have these the, the little people. And it's like the little Roman guards, and then they've got a little um, Jedediah something. I don't even I don't know what character it is, but that's Owen Wilson. And it's funny because they don't realize how little and insignificant how 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 weak they are. And uh, at one point, they're attacking Ben Stiller, and they're launching like like uh, yeah, everybody's starting to laugh, right? The paper clip, uh, not the paper clips, the uh, uh, tooth toothpicks uh, at him, and they're just bouncing off him. That's what I think of when I read Psalm two. <laughs> So, so I, I don't mean to diminish it or anything, but it's when when you think of of uh, kings of the earth that want to gather together uh, to e even if it was a physical fight against God, it's it's foolishness to think of, you know that 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 man uh, mankind being flesh and bone, just how weak we are, you know we've got to stay away from something that's too hot. We can't get too cold. You know, we're, we're really uh, quite resilient, but we're also very fragile. You know, that those two things and that 
as we read here and we see, you know, why do the nations rage that people plot a, uh, plot a vain thing, that, that, that they would be uh, victorious in a battle against God. You know, so so let's let's read and, and then we'll get into it. Psalm uh, Psalm two verse one. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, saying, "Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords uh, from us." So uh, w- there is there isn't a uh, a author shown. Uh, for for Psalm two, but if you go right into Acts uh, Acts four, uh, it's uh, it's stated right in Acts four uh, that it was it was David, uh, and it said, uh, "Who by the mouth of your servant David said, Why do the nations rage and the people plot vain things? Kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and His Christ." So uh, the uh, so we can we can look at another part of the scripture that it says it was David. Uh, that that wrote this. So, reading those first three verses, uh, you know why why do the nations rage? And uh, there's really no reason to rage against God. The only reason to rage against God is rebellious hearts. You know when rebellious hearts get together. You know if you think of um, uh, the Tower of Babel. You know hey, let's all. There's nothing we can't do if we if we all bind together and God just. Say, oh, oh, you know, because you know, we can store this up, you know, build this up to the heavens, and uh, and God just confuses everybody's language. You know, it's it's that easy for God to take care of. Boom, everybody's confused. Nobody knows what anybody's saying. That's it's 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 so foolish to think. You know, why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? Uh, and when when we see here, the the vain thing is, um, it's you know, their opposition um, against God. Can only be something that's vain. It's empty. There, there's, there's nothing there that to stand on. Really, just we're we're going to defy God, and, but God is all powerful. You know, he, you know, he can just he can wipe anybody out. We saw that in Ananias and Sapphira. You know, God, God holds our breaths, and He can take them away if He wants. You know, so it's 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 foolish for man to think that they could stand against God. But but what we see here is they're opposed to the Lord and His anointed. So the, His anointed means you know they're appointed. They're uh, they're uh, standing against God and uh, and Christ. And uh, so with Jesus being the perfect represent representation of of God, you know, when when He would make a statement like "I and my Father are one." You know, and, and we studied this morning. We looked at it this morning. Have I been with you so long that you don't recognize who I am? You know, that that, that Jesus is is God. And uh, so they're opposing the Father and uh, they're opposing Jesus. And and when it says here, it says, uh, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. You know, I that that rebellious man would say, and, and, and we might see it more, uh, you know, we can look at governments and we can see that governments that have rejected God, our own government. Um, and uh, you guys probably have figured out I'm not overly political or anything like that. But when I can look at our government and go, everything about God is being challenged and, and kicked out. So let them do what they're going to do. And, and uh, unfortunately, they're going to be uh, reaping what we've sown as a nation. And, and I don't I don't want to partake in any of that. But but opposing the Lord and, and his anointed and, and let us cast their cords from us. 
that that uh, I, I don't want to be attached to God. I don't want that yoke. I don't want anything that he's got. Let us let us cut away from God uh, as though God was one that was like piling burdens on us. You know, when it's opposite, that he's the one that takes the burden away. You know, when he says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Yeah, I, I want I want the yoke of Christ. We should want the yoke of Christ, um, the the yoke or or the bonds that that this world, the cords that this world has uh, for us. Uh, we've seen, but we don't have to look far. I know in my life, I don't have to look back far, and all they did were they were tying things down, you know, and and, and making me captive to, and taking me captive. So. I, I would rather have uh, you know, the bond of Christ, and I would rather have the cords of Christ. Uh, you know, like I said, his his yoke is easy, his burden is light. Uh, Spurgeon says to the gracious, uh, sorry, to the graceless neck, the yoke of Christ is intolerable, but to the saved sinner, it is easy and light. We may judge ourselves by this: Do we love that yoke, or do we wish to cast it from us? Uh, Spurgeon's always good for a good quote, you know, and um, just just a, a you know when we can think of that that anybody uh, a, a kingdom uh, a government uh, we don't have you know a lot of especially especially in in our part of the world kings and queens and those things but the governments uh, in and of themselves that there would just be a rejection of 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 God and and of Christ and um, because if and it comes from like we, like I was just saying, the the desire for self gratification, the, the the desire for I I want these things I want to, because how many times you guys remember um, when God was warning Israel and they were demanding a king? This just but just popped into my head. They're demanding a king and God saying, "I'll be your king. Let me be your king." And God goes and He tells them He's going to multiply. This and you're going to have to be servants. You're going to have to provide servants. You're going to have to have kings. Just get to the point where I need, I need, I, and then uh, you know they, that's never sufficient, right? You know how many how many wives and concubines and all the messes that came from all of that, right? And and how many times can you read in the book of uh, Kings and Chronicles and you see and this person did you know uh, reigned and did evil in the sight of the Lord and died. And and you can see did exceedingly wicked and and led the nation into sin, you know all those things. You know our our hearts want something. I want to demand something, but it's it, it's funny because our hearts would rather just have the our sin when we're living in sin. We're ruled by sin. Uh, we would rather just have whatever we want, so we can build up our own little kingdom and have what we want. So when somebody has the opportunity to and they have the power to, they did. And it and it almost always has failed. You know how many times did you read through and see somebody who was actually a godly king? You know there were there were overwhelmingly um, uh, there were overwhelmingly more uh, people that you'll see, and they did evil in the sight of the Lord, or you know, and, and they led them astray. So uh, the the wicked heart within man is to is to just continue to feed, continue to to build what we want. That we, there's never going to be enough. There's never going to be enough. And, uh, you know, you can look at uh, things that are said about billionaires you know, on their deathbed. They're like, what, you know, what, what would you have done differently? I would, have, I would have earned more money. You know, it's like that's it's so horrifying to think there's there will, ne there will never be enough. There will never be enough, whatever it is that we can fill. So that rejection 
of the Lord and casting the bonds and the cords is for selfish reasons that they don't want to be accountable to God. They don't, they'd rather push him away and do their own thing because they know better, you know, is, is really what it is. Verse four, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. He, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. You know, God can just look. We're mankind. It's 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 as foolish as uh, that is. And I don't mean to you know make too much light of uh, of what we're looking at. But you know, if you think of that movie and that scene, it's it's funny to watch because they're they're launching. They've got the little catapult. They got everything going, and they think this is going to happen. It's just they're just bouncing off. It's it's that silly to think. You know that 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 any type of you know a physical war, a spiritual war against God could be won. It just can't be. He knows our hearts. He knows. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our strengths. He knows all those things, and it, it doesn't it doesn't take him long. When you think of okay, so if you think of Wednesday night study and every <laughs> Wednesday night study, and you think of the galaxies, not the Andromeda. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael. Michael's like Andromeda. Yes, yes. So, uh, but but we think of how great you know creation is. And that the Lord just, in a span of his hand, just let there be. And he's, he's speaking everything into, into creation. And we're going to dive into, we got all of verse 1 done uh, in an hour. Um, but, uh, you know, as, as we go further, we're just going to see God is speaking everything into existence. He can speak our existence and he can speak us. Just, you know, you think of Old Testament, like uh, you know, the rebellion of Korah. And, you know, they're standing there and, and whoop, everything opens up, swallows them up and shuts I don't want any of that. I would rather just be following the Lord and uh, seeking his goodness and what he has for my life than to deal with whatever else shall come. So he, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord will hold them in, in, in derision. Uh, you know, when we're God sits in, I, I like this. There's a statement here um, that, I, that I had brought over. Uh, God sits in perfect peace and assurance. He's he's not worried. He's he's not like oh how how am I going to win this battle over this kingdom and you know this person's in 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 rule or uh, this person's you know it's he, he's in, in perfect peace and perfect assurance. He sits in the heavens. He has he already has authority over all creation. He literally like we said he just spoke you know, created the universe with a span of his hand just and we talked about how vast the universe is. You know, that's that's the God and trying to oppose him is absurd. It's just an absurd thing. But we do it, you know, and, and our, our our sinful nature just always wants to, you know, does God really know what's best for me? I know what's best. This is what I really need in life, you know, but we look here. Uh, so when God is speaking to the kings, he's also speaking to if, if it's true for kings and, and them in their uh leadership then it's also true for us in our everyday so we can apply this you know as we're as it's talking about kings uh we can put ourselves in that same spot why why would we fight against god and why would we turn our back on jesus i have uh speaking of derision i have a, a good quote from g campbell morgan uh british evangelist uh early early 1900s uh through he, he passed away in uh, 1945 he said the derisive Derisive, derisive uh, laughter of God is the comfort of all those who love righteousness. It is the laughter 
of the might of holiness. It is the laughter of the strength of love. God does not exalt uh, over the sufferings of sinning men. He does hold in derision all those, uh, all the proud boastings and the violent of such as seek to prevent his accomplishment of his will. So he can he can sit and he'll he'll laugh. Um, uh, at the uh, at, at proud boastings of, of violence, whatever it is, we're we're against God. We're going to turn against God, and uh, it, you know, God God can just uh, whatever things are 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 declared and uh, anything like that. The Lord the Lord can laugh at it, hold them in derision. You know, many have opposed God and uh, His kingdom in Jesus Christ. Each one of these opponents shall be frustrated and crushed. I like that. I like that. That's a, uh, another Guzik thing. Um, he, he says, uh, each one of these opponents shall be frustrated and crushed. What I've noticed um, in discussion or when I've talked to people about uh, times that they've they've spoke with people that are, are, are living a, um, a, bold, a life of bold opposition to Christ is there's a lack of peace in their life. When, it, when they're very bold about it and very confrontational – Means they have no peace. They they are they're just waiting for the next fight. They're waiting for these things that, that you know it's it's there's there's never going to be a resolution to them. You know, uh, so uh, just just understanding we are we are so much better off. Just to, as verse twelve ends, saying, "Blessed are those who put their trust in Him," rather than you know rejecting and fighting against Him. We're we're so much better. The verse seven, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me. So this is this is uh, this is a messianic uh, statement because if you look at the capital M, uh, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, "You are my son. Today I've begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. The the strength the Lord has." Uh, there, there's uh, just the, the the military might now think of think of the times where Israel's facing opposition, and uh, you know the Lord wipes out 185,000 people, it just you know just just gone. You know there there is there's nobody or, or anything that could stand against against the Lord. But as we look here, excuse me, uh, as we're uh, looking here, the 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 reign of Christ. Uh, that that what he's saying here is the Lord has said to me, "You are my son. Today I've begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you." Uh, there are many that would say that that Jesus was was just a good person. Um, you know, so, oh, he was he was one of the angels. He was the chosen, the anointed angel, and he was promoted. No, if you look into Hebrews, Hebrews describes to us that you know to to which of the angels did he ever say, "You are my son." You know, today I've begotten you. Although it's it's totally different. He, Jesus is not a created being. He is the creator. So all things were made uh, by him and through him and for him, right? When we look into Colossians. So just understanding all things, you know, uh, you know, uh, sit here until I, I put your, uh, make your enemies your footstool, right? And so there, there, Christ is almighty. And uh, when I love when we can read Revelation and understand when he comes on the clouds and, and everything, just his might and his power, because he he did come, he did come uh, for the first time as a suffering servant, but the second time won't be like that. 
So it's just, that's the God we serve. That's who we serve. The one that would, you know, as, as Oliver shared this morning, that, uh, that, that when the, the young, I think it was a young woman had kind of, you think, you really think God would like, like become one of us. <laughs> and he's able to just, just lovingly blast them with the scripture and, and say, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because it's right here in the scripture. He is coming back as the, as the, as the reigning king, you know, and he said, Jesus is sitting on the throne now, but he, he did come the first time as a suffering, a suffering servant to die for us. You know, it, it's it, that, that. You know, and, and that he he has the power where it says, uh, you, you shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. That, that's easy with a piece of iron to smack. And the thing's just going to shatter. You know, there there is nothing. There's no might. There's uh, there's nothing that can stand against Jesus. Uh, excuse me. When he when he comes back. Verse 10. Now, therefore, be wise, O king. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Doesn't this sound so much better? Rather than the Lord correcting, where uh, I, I would rather have that than have the Lord, as it says in verse 5, that the Lord would be speaking in his wrath uh, and then distress them in his, in his deep displeasure. I don't want God's wrath, and I don't want to be distressed by him. There's enough stuff here to distress us. I don't want God against me. You know, and uh, but God is so faithful that He's that we're we're not going to find peace as we try to seek whatever. We, there's always going to be that discontentment. But oh, I would rather have you know the Lord correct me and and bring me to this point where it says now uh, now therefore be wise, O kings, and 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 we could look at it and say, O mankind, O man, O woman, be instructed, you judges of the earth, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his, his wrath is kindled but a little but a little blessed are those who put their trust in him you know the, just the mercy of God that God would uh, he could speak to us in his wrath and not consume us you know when you look back at verse five and then you can contra contrast that here in verse ten uh, verse eleven serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling be be wise in verse ten therefore just be wise make the the wise choice it's so much more wise uh, for any government any ruler to embrace God and and take a stance you know uh, to the world often uh, we're uh, we've we've been hated because we were known as a Christian nation you know and um, we've, as a nation, gone far from that, but some still consider this to be a nation that, as a nation, stands as a Christian nation. We are built on Christian principles, but mo most, uh, much of them have been rejected. Unfortunately, us within can look and say, wow, if this is, if this is a, a, a nation that is led by Christ, this, this, we're following the wrong one. Led by Christ, who doesn't look anything like the, the mess we have right now, you know. If only, you know, you know, when when the Scripture says, you know, if my people who are called by name by my name would just humble themselves, you know, just the, just the fact that that God is calling out, like you guys are making a paraphrase, of course, but the mess you guys make, just just call out to me, just re repent and come back to me, and God will restore and He'll change everything. You know, we can have the mindset that we're gonna we're gonna fight against God, and we want to cast the cords. You you look in the rebellious heart of um, 
um, you know, a teenager. I, it reminds me, my, my sister, my sister had a mohawk um, in high school. I don't know if I've shared this, but all out 80s rocker chick, you know, drummer in a band and head, the sides of her head shaved and she had the hair that she could flop over, but she'd spike mohawk, you know, just, I'm a rebel, you know, and uh, man, I, I just, it, it was good. And she was, uh, I think, eight years older than me. So we weren't that close. You know, there was a lot of space between us. Um, but I just remember some of the things she'd say. Uh, she was always so loving, uh, you know, toward and she's she's the one that passed away last year in, in uh, July. Um, but I uh, always so loving toward me. But man, the 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 rebel that in the eighties that 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 girl was was it, it was like I said, spiked hair, ripped jeans, you know, just. That that I I'm a rebel. I'm gonna make this declaration with with that many kids in the '80s did, you know, and, and they do it today. There are just a, there's just a different look or whatever. But can usually tell when I was in high school, it was the goth look, you know. Everybody's starting to wear the the makeup like Marilyn Manson and stuff, and you know they're doing all these things to make a statement that I'm different. I'm I'm I'm. I was just gonna say that I'm different, and and I'm making a, a, a stance of defiance. And she just she just took the thunder, <laughs> the thunder, the uh, took the whatever uh, the emphasis. But you're absolutely right. You know, it's the um, we're we're not any different if we're living in rebellion. the The thing to rebel against is this world that that we would be swimming against that current and following the Lord. You know, when when you look here in, in that that making God the enemy, and we're going to stand against him. We don't want his bonds. We don't want his cords. We don't want his Jesus. You know, we don't we don't want any of that stuff because there's a threat. They, they are, now I'm now I'm accountable to to one greater than me. So we're just going to reject him. We're going to set our own laws and do our own thing because we want to do this, and he's telling us no. We want to do this, and he's telling us no. We want to do this. And and that's why I want to cut the cord. We want to pulling me back. You know, it's so much better for us to to when you can look at verse ten and say, now there for uh, now therefore be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Those are the ones that we would want to be wise and to be instructed, right? So that they can rule and and be in their position of leadership and be. Uh, in proper relation, uh, have a proper relationship with God so that they can properly rule. It, it's so much better for us to be, uh, even, okay. Even in our households, you know, if we're, if we're trying to reign, you know, rule our households, uh, or be, uh, uh, great, uh, servants to the ones that we work for anything for us to be in submission to the Lord, we're going to be a blessing to everybody else. When we're not, things are just nuts. They're crazy around. You know, I love that we can have see here the the absurdity for a nation to do these things and to to want to separate from God and separate from Jesus and make him the enemy, but also not only for a nation but for for us as as human beings to want to separate to push away from God. So I don't want these cords. I don't want these bonds. We should desire the yoke of Christ. You know, his yoke is easy. His his burden is light. Everything he's got for us is going to be a blessing for us, as it says in the, at the end of verse 12. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. Otherwise, we have this. We have to, you know, that, that God would laugh. 
you know, that God would laugh and we're trying to make ourselves enemy of the creator of all things. And then we can see here, we can, we could face his wrath and his deep displeasure. Uh, I don't want any of those things. And I don't want to stand in opposition to Christ because what we see in verse nine is, is it's going to be bad. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. I'd rather not have the judgment of Christ. I'd rather have the grace and the mercy. And that's what's offered here in verse 10, where it says, change your mind is what it's saying. Be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. You know, kiss the sun. Uh, be in submission to Jesus and, 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 and like it. You know, seek him and, and, and the fulfillment that we have in a relationship with him. As a government, it would be awesome to see governments embracing Christ. So many would be threatened by that, saying, oh, now they're going to... No, well, what if, what, if, what if they were seeking God and his count? We saw it in the scripture, how blessed Israel was when they had a godly king, you know, and, and things were right. And all these things were ripped down because when, when we've pushed away God and we fought against him, then we're building little altars everywhere, right? How many altars were, were being put up? And, uh, and then you'd have a godly king, and, and they're burning them. They're destroying them all. You know? and, and the nation, everybody as a whole was blessed. But when the, when the king was going against God, then they would, uh, you know, sometimes in God's grace, uh, you know, that they wouldn't experience it right then. But then uh, their children might uh, you know, suffer because uh, of some things that they did. And then they, uh, they made this nation mad, and you know, now they've got to fight against them because just the mess that happens in our lives if we just reject God and we're pushing him away, um, it's so much greater for us. We're so much more blessed to put our trust in him and to walk with him. Amen? Amen. All right, so I'm going to hit pause on this, and then we'll, uh, we'll do our – oh, Casey's, Casey's coming to do it right now.